This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's just okay, dog. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Let's do it. Yeah, the show you mean, right? Yeah. All right. Did I sound like Tone Loke? Because didn't he say something like that, like in one of his songs? Uh, I don't know. Does anyone but me remember Tone Loke? No. I think he does. Like, I think he's like Maybe something. Maybe his mom. No, Maybe. I think he's still like around. I think he's still doing things. You think? He's not on the High Regard show this week, though. Oh. I could tell you that what, much. What things is he doing? Hood rat stuff? That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. He's, he's doing. doing he's doing a little bit of hood rat stuff. I think he's stuff. like an actor. R- Tone Loke? Tone Loke, yeah. I mean, I mean, I know he was in Ace Ventura, Pet Dick, but I think he was in like a couple other things after that, too. Really? What is he acting in? Um, You know... Being a rapper? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> and none of this has anything to do with anything, but... But welcome to the conversation and the show. Hey, man, we just go by the seat of our pants here at the Higher Guard Show. We certainly do. And there certainly has been a lot of seat pantsing There has been lately. a lot of pantsing the last week. <laughs> oh, boy. But we'll get to that. Well, why don't we do a You Heard really quick, and then we'll just kind of smooth into the rest of the show because we got a lot going on did you say smooth like jb smooth no in? i said smooth into it smooth are you saying smooth yeah. or smooth it's a smooth mood is what it is it's a smooth we're gonna smooth right into it that sound good to you <laughs> you sound like what's his name whatever jesse pinkman's character on bojack horseman is when he was trying <laughs> to do the smoothies <laughs> oh my god no way but anyway, I think all you heard sounds lovely this time of day. Well, let's get it going. You heard? This week's You Heard comes to us from Amtrak 284 at Penn Station. That means something to about no people that listen to our show probably, but maybe, who knows? Well, I think most people know that Amtrak is a train. Yes. But 284? 284 is the train number, oh, so it's Lord. on the Empire service, and it was the train that Tyler and I took to Hudson a couple weeks ago, and I overheard a woman say, sometimes you just need to sit and chug along. <laughs> and I thought that that just kind of goes with kind of the things that have been happening this past week like we just kind of went with the flow which is not my normal you know mo yeah it's it's not usually what i do going with the flow is not what nikki does you don't do it well no i'm not i'm not a flow goer no and it's (laughs) the only way you do it well is if you know what you need you need like um what are those like a drug shaman 
Like, you know how, like, there's people who, like, you go to the desert with and you do something like opium and you have, like, somebody there to just stare and calm you down through the whole thing? Yeah. That's what you need. You need, like, a like a shaman to just sit next to you and just be like, just let it be. Just let, let it, it be. be. And that's it. In time, when times, in times of trouble. Yep. That's it. Well, that's this week's You Heard. Okay. <laughs> Will you stop and just pay attention? I'm paying attention. Oh, my God. I can't even keep the secret anymore, but we're going to because I'm just going to punish you. Go on. Anyway, we actually have a guest this week, and it is <laughs> and it is quite a guest. Oh. This was a very, very fun interview. Um, his name is Gianmarco Cerisi, and he is a comedian who is headlining Caroline's here in New York, which is, you know, one of the most famous comedy clubs here in the city. Everyone knows Caroline's. Everyone. everyone knows Caroline's. Maybe not the Amtrak number of the train, <laughs> but everybody knows Caroline's. That's for sure. Unless, you know, unless our new comedian friend is doing shows inside of Amtrak, in which case that would have been more important information. Maybe he is because he did have a subway situation, so maybe he's going to take to Amtrak now. <laughs> and he tells us about this subway situation. Yes, he and does. And it was very, very funny. Anyway, Gianmarco is headlining Caroline's as part of the Breakout Artist Comedy Series on Wednesday, September 27th. And I think we'll just let him tell us all about the news that's fit to dance to. All right. Well, let's roll that fabulous bane footage. Berg to birds. Hello? Hi, Gianmarco? Yeah. Hello, Hi. how are you? Good. It's Nikki from High Regard Show. How are you? Good, very good, thank you. Good, good. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. So, obviously, we're going to start off by talking about your headlining stint at Caroline's next week. Um, you know, you're going to be headlining the Breakout Artist Comedy Series. You know, what can fans expect yeah. from your show? Oh, gosh, a lot of uh, self-deprecation, a lot of uh, stuff about being Jewish, <laughs> um, especially with the Nazis back. It's a very different time. <laughs> um, mental illness stuff, uh, and then some subway stories. Oh, so lots of funny, funny things for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a horrible subway story, being that, you know, New York is really shitty right now? Oh, yeah. No, I have a, I have a great subway story. Let me ask, should, is, is there cursing allowed in the air, or should I keep it out? Oh, no, you could curse. I mean, I have a sailor's oh. mouth, so you can't be any worse than I am. <laughs> okay, great. Good to know. Yeah, I definitely have a really good subway story. I'm happy to share as well. You awesome. We'll share it. <laughs> I will. Okay, so you're not going to share it now. You're going to keep it for the oh, stage. Oh, I'm, no, no, no. I can tell you now. Oh, my God. Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, it's, a, it's um, about... Uh, so I, I was on the subway, and there was a stand-up comedian that I like on the subway. He's a homeless stand-up comedian. And uh, at, at some point, he, um, he had a heckler. And, and, and I, I felt really bad. The heckler was just screaming. I'm, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And then uh, what happened, I saw the comedian who was very upset. He got off at the next stop. And I wanted to say something. 
um, because, you know, I'm a performer, too. Sure. But I, I'm a coward as well. And uh, <laughs> he, so the comedian got off the train, and doors closed. We kept going, and the heckler kept, kept yelling. He was like, unfunny-ass motherfucker. I work three fucking jobs. I don't need to hear this bullshit. Unfunny-ass oh motherfucker. Gosh. And that's, like, what really upset me to hear him call him unfunny because he's, he was funny, and I admire him, and I've seen him do very well. So uh, I screamed from the other side of the car. I said, hey, he left. So why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and how did that and turn a, out? <laughs> oh, so that well, that was the first time in the whole ride that everyone on the train shut the fuck up. And uh, until the guy stood up and said, who the fuck said that? And uh, I was, I tell you, I was on the train. I was coming from my weekly hip-hop class. As one does. <laughs> yeah, as one does. It's Advanced Beginner on Tuesdays at 2.30, steps on Broadway, if anyone wants to come. And uh, so what I was wearing at the time that this happened, I was wearing a beige tank top uh, uh, from American Apparel, and on the front there was a cat in a bowler hat, and, and a neon blue sweatpants, uh, juicy sweatpants, the juicy on the butt, nice. and then uh, Crocs. I was wearing Crocs because I had changed after class, and they're comfortable. Um and uh, so this guy's walking down the train, and he's, he's, who the fuck said that? And I look over, and luckily across from me, there was a guy. Uh, he looked like the embodiment of CrossFit. He was in a tank top. So he's filling it out a lot better than me. <laughs> and uh, But did he have Crocs it, on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have Crocs on. He looked like he just came from the gym. And I was like, oh, these are what those, those muscles are for this moment right now. Uh, so I gave him a look like, hey, you know, if, uh, shake the town, you'll, you'll, stop it right and he gave me this look back like no nah. and i'm like oh shit <laughs> so the guy the guy's coming down the train who the fuck said that and the way he's saying it i realized he really doesn't know who the fuck said that until the crossfit guy pointed directly at me he did not <laughs> he pointed directly at me and luckily this was just as the train was getting to 110th street and uh, i saw that the train on the opposite platform the doors were open and basically, I, I had two options. I had to run to street level, but I assumed the guy would pass me because of the cross, you know? And uh, the other option was I'd try to get on the other train. And that's what I did. So we got to the platform, doors open. I ran across my flip-flops and flops, got into the train, and uh, doors closed just in time. Just in time. And the, the guy, he followed me, banging on the door. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. And I was like, too slow, motherfucker. And... <laughs> And that is when the doors reopened. No. Yes. And uh, that was the first time I got punched in the face. No way. Holy shit. When was this? Oh, God. This was like five months ago, maybe six months ago. Luckily, it wasn't a full hit. It was kind of a little bit of a, a nudge. And then I, I, you know, very, I cowered and uh, he left. He didn't want to get in trouble. But, uh, yeah, next time I'm just going to give a dollar, you know? Yeah, yeah, or just, you know, pretend like everybody else that your earphones are in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And that was the first time I got punched in the face. <laughs> that's a pretty good story, though. I mean, like, you kind of, like, you know, that's a good story to tell for your first punch. Yeah, at least I go, like, okay, this will be good for the stage. At least I always have that when something <laughs> Jesus. So, I mean, you are obviously so high energy. How do you maintain that energy on stage? Oh, well, there's lots of anxiety. You know, it's the same energy that makes it hard to sleep at night. Uh, that's what I bring to stage. And you just feed off other people. Right. But this is, this is what I, it, like, it's 
this is if every party was like when I go on stage, everyone just waiting for me to talk. I'd go to more parties. <laughs> I, I that's just like that's the environment that feels so good. Right. So I get up there, I can have zero hours sleep. And I would come alive just from seeing people looking at me. Oh, that's awesome, though. I mean, that that's good. That that's what keep you know what helps keep you up. Um, you know, and Caroline's isn't new to you. What was your first stint at the Legendary Club like? Oh well, so I took uh, a class there. I think in 2010, and that's kind of it was Linda Smith, who's been there for forever. And um, usually, these classes, aside from you get teaching, but it also is like okay, at the end of this class. You're going to go on at Caroline's on a Saturday at a 4 p.m., but uh, you're going to go on stage, so you have to do it. So a lot of these classes, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to have to finally do it. And um, so my mom had taken me there way when I was way young. I saw Ralphie May headline, and like he had this very long bit towards the end about different fingering techniques. And I, I just looked at my mom, and I said, this is what I want to do with my life. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So from there, I was hooked. My mom bought me a first George Carlin CD, and uh, yeah, that's why I took the class there. And I've just I've done a bunch of their Monday nights. Uh, I think it's called New Talent Nights. And um, yeah, I just started doing that, some road gigs, and then they they uh, decided to pick me for the the breakout artist comedy series. Well, that's awesome, and that's that's kind of you know you you've come full circle. So that's really really cool. And you've been yeah. on stage, you know, at just about every New York, one, you know, all of New York's finest comedy clubs. Do you have a particular favorite, or would you say that Caroline's is kind of it? I, Caroline's is just it holds just like a special meaning for me. Uh, you know, I, uh, I I do UCB and I do the pit and I do sketch and um, and all that stuff. But I think Caroline's for me just holds that special. Like, oh, this was where I first saw. A comedian perform right and it just what was that i'm sorry you've cut out oh, oh that it, it just feels magical to me it's like that's the thing i saw as a kid that's what i thought a comedian would be awesome. it's just being on this stage and so many so many greats have have performed there and i've seen a couple of greats perform there it just feels like a real that's the stage that I'm most honored to Well, awesome. And, you know, being that you've been on stage so much, what, you know, what was the most awkward moment you've ever had? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> let's see. I once, I once had my pants ripped on stage. Oh, no. very, I can move a lot. And uh, that, was, that was pretty tough. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I mean, you deal with all sorts of stuff. You get people yelling in the background. Yeah. I did want to... It's sometimes fun. You just have to turn it into something fun. I, uh, you know, cause I have a lot of Jewish humor, um, <laughs> despite my name. I'm, I'm quite Jewish. And uh, I, I once did a show in Chicopee, Massachusetts, at a great club called Hukelau. And I noticed some of this Jewish material wasn't clicking, so I said to the audience, like, it's 300 people. I said, how many Jewish people are here? And there was just one in the corner, and it was the other comic. Oh, no. <laughs> like, well, there's the exit. If we need to run real fast, we beeline that way. Um, so, it's all, honestly, sometimes the mistakes are where you can turn that into the funniest. Right. It's always funnier. And is there a piece of advice, you know, that you would give, you know, young you when you first kind of were starting out, now that you've been in the business for a while? Like, what would you say to yourself, like, back in your early days? I would say you just got to do it. I mean, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of people that want to do stand-up or they do it occasionally or they're so scared of bombing. Like, you just have to, like, jump in the deep end and go out there because there's no way to really prep 
for that moment of being right. on stage. So whether it's an open mic, whether it's at college and, and just in a little black box theater, you know, the beauty about stand-up comedy is all you need is people's attention. Right. Do it anywhere. So I would go back and I would just like give myself a kick in the ass and be like, come on, come on. I'm writing, writing your jokes in a Word document and go perform them somewhere. Right, right. And, you know, speaking of writing, you know, you've done a lot of writing. You do a lot of acting. You've been in general electric commercials. But coming up soon, you're going to be in, um, you know, you're going to be on Tracy Morgan's upcoming TBS show, The Last OG. What can you tell yeah. us about working with him? Oh, it was it was very quick. Um, so basically, I'm I he he's coming to Brooklyn, and I'm a I'm a bored hipster, and uh, and I I didn't sign an NDA. I didn't think of a lot to talk about it. But basically, we didn't really I didn't really get to see him until we were on set, and I had to give him kind of like a weird look, like what are you doing in Brooklyn? And it was really hard because they say action. This is the first time I'm seeing Tracy Morgan ever, and I grew up with Tracy Morgan. I watched SNL. And uh, growing up, and he was just, it was so cool. When you see, like, these people you've admired for so long in person, like, part of you just is your brain is acclimating to, oh, my God, they exist. And I've seen them in two dimensions, and now they're in three dimensions, and I just, like, want to take in their existence. (laughs) And uh, instead, though, we say, actually, my character is supposed to give them a look like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) So I, like... You know, I'm sure if you see it, there's probably a split second where you see me in awe and then switch. Uh, who are you? Um, <laughs> so uh, it was just so cool. I'm still starstruck. I hope I'm always starstruck because it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, you have to be. Like, if you lose that, like, what's the point, you know? Yeah, yeah. And So it's going to be a good show. Awesome. And, you know, you mentioned that you were a fan of his from SNL. Did you have a favorite character of his? Oh, uh, yeah, Brian Fellows, no doubt. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, he was the pet doctor. I'm Brian Fellows. <laughs> and he just, he has horrible animal advice. Yeah. Animals, the horse, there was one, I think it was a horse, or maybe it was a camel. And the camel just walked in front of the camera. And you couldn't see anything. And, uh, you know, he just knew how to handle it. Yeah. It's just when a mistake happened, you're just like, stupid camel. And it was fantastic. That sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, next year, you know, looking forward a few, like, you know, a year from now, your play, Less Than 50%, is going to have its off-Broadway yeah. debut. How does that feel? And, you know, how has the change, um, has the show changed since its debut at the oh, Fringe Fest? So much. Yeah? How so? <laughs> so much. So it was in the Fringe Festival in 2014. Uh, it was very confusing. We, we bill it as uh, Annie Hall is told by Charlie Kaufman. Um, and <laughs> And I would, I mean, it has changed so much. It's so to be, what, four years when it's back on? We got a dramaturg, we did readings. And I think it's just, if if you look at something you wrote a year ago, you're like, what is this trap? (laughs) So every year you get better. And I usually, I like take six months off the play and then I come back and I'm like, oh my God, people can't see this. (laughs) I rewrite. And uh, so it's just like it's gotten sharper. The stand-up has gotten sharper. Um... And, you know, I think the thing that is the same is the core of the story. The message is there. I think Ira Glass used to say, like, uh, what talent is sometimes is it's taste. And what's challenging when you're starting out is, like, 
you know what's good and you're not capable of, of reaching to that level. So every year you do it, you get better and you're able to reach more what it is you were right. trying to say in the first place. So the message is the same, the heart is the same, and I've just gotten better at telling the story. Oh, that's awesome. And finally, circling back to, you know, Wednesday, your performance at Caroline's. Caroline's is famous for naming drinks after comedians. What would the Gianmarco consist of? Oh, it would be very sweet. <laughs> uh, it might not even have alcohol in it, but if it did, I think uh, something along a, a margarita, okay. but maybe with sugar on the rim instead of salt. Okay. <laughs> I think that would very be Very bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on oh, the High Regard Show. You were fantastic. You. And I, thank you for sharing your punch in the face story. Yeah, and if anyone wants to come, it's going to be a great show. And the discount code the first four letters of my name g-i-a-n and uh yeah it's gonna be a real great show awesome thank you so much sir have a good rest of your day have a great weekend bye-bye so i mean how much fun was he? he all right for, you know, Gianmarco and, you know, you, he didn't know, you knew, I was sitting in the room while you were doing the interview today, trying to get, you know, like real work done while you were doing podcast work during your, what, your 15 minute break that you get for lunch, you tried to squeeze it in an I interview. I did. Today was a very busy day. And uh, as I was doing it, there were so many times... You wanted that to I wanted in. to just jump in because he was a lot of fun. He really was. Like it was just so much fun, and I just, I just think like, he's hilarious. Like I just loved that story, and that was the first time I got punched in the face. Like because I was not expecting that. Like I was expecting it to be like somebody threw French fries at him, or like somebody threw something at him, or yeah. you know threw up next to him. You know, a I banana was banana pops. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> Tom is speaking from experience. <laughs> I, I've been in the middle of a banana throwing situation before, but I mean, anybody who lives this high up has a chance of getting <laughs> whacked in the head with something strange eventually. Something, something. <laughs> but yeah, I just loved his stories. I love his exuberance. Like, he's so energetic, mm-hmm. which is something that I am just not, like, especially the last couple of weeks. Like, my ass has been getting kicked and I'm not sleeping. So I'm just like, man, I want some of what he's having. <laughs> Well, I can get you some. I know a guy. No. <laughs> Do you know a guy? <laughs> well, I know a couple of guys, but maybe I don't maybe want... it was the guy that punched him in the face. <laughs> it might have been the guy that punched him in the face. Although I doubt that guy's homeless, being he drives around the Mercedes. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well. If you want to know more, um, you can look at our show description because we will have all of the information about Gianmarco Cerisi's headlining event at Caroline's on Wednesday, September 27th. And it's for the Breakout Artist Comedy Series and Gabe Pacheo and Chris Caffaro and Aaron McGuire are also going to be part of the bill. There's no like you know John Smiths. There's never a John Smith. Yeah, like There's I can't. Never. It's all names that nobody can pronounce. No, no, it's always like things that like I should probably read ahead of time. Which because well, I read it once when well, I'm doing like my we? research, and then it's like, oh wait, I have to actually speak it. <laughs> uh, it's different when you say because in your head it sounds perfect every time because you don't say it out loud. But when you exactly. actually have to do it out loud, it's kind of like that sounded kind of. 
you know, not right. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it right the first time, which is like very rare for you. I actually said it like really slow because I was way too it. afraid to like pronounce it wrong. But like it's like really like two names in one, Giamarco, right? I know. It's it's tough. It's an and it's not a typical Jew name, that's for sure. Like no, definitely not. I don't even know if you could say that legally on the he air. Said but it. All he, right, I'm just saying. I'm it's saying not. That's he why said he was it, like, it's, you, a... it's not necessarily like you could say it. Well, I did. You could just say, "Here's one of our cracker friends here on the show, and everything will be fine." That you can get away with. Oh my god! All right, whatever. But anyway, so yeah, so you can check him out Wednesday, September 27th at Caroline's. The show starts at 7:30. Tickets are 18 dollar. So cheap, be, man. Yeah, and you—it's 18 bucks to get in, and it's a two-drink minimum. And let me tell you. Mm. Caroline's has some good drinks. Yes, man. And if you don't get to make it to this show, you can always see him on Tracy Morgan's new TBS show, The Last OG, which is going to air in October on TBS. There you have it. And thank you so much, Dean Marco, for coming on the show. We, like, really appreciate it. And like I said, I wish I could have jumped in on the interview because you sounded like a good time. Not a good time, like, you know, when we talk about, like, <laughs> like a we're lot of the write women. Like, your phone number on the wall. Like, a lot of the women that we tend to know, like, you know, in our passings. But, you know, like a like a fun time, like, you know, a guy fun Shut time. up. I'm going to cut your mic. All right. Well, there you have it. There you have it, indeed. So, having said that, before Tom goes completely off the fucking rails. I was going to say, you know I'm pulling at my, <laughs> no, like, my collar right now. <laughs> you are just, like, champing at the bit to move on to Roly Poly Rorty because we have some big news. So, let's get to it. So Tom is not paying attention to anything that has to do with the show this week. I don't know if you've noticed that he's not very engaged. Wait a minute. Are we in Roly Poly Rory right now? We are in Roly Poly Rory. I even missed that whole segment. You did. You did. You were just staring. I'll fix it with music. You were staring at this little baby Peanut named Kona, who is glaring at us for talking while she's trying to sleep. Well, she is the most wonderful working dog because, you know, if you're going to live in this house, you got to have a job. It's just the way have it a is. What? You got to have a job. Oh, Everybody has to have a job. Everybody has to contribute in some way because we're like an artist commune here in, uh, you know, Sugar Hill. She is staring at me, going like, "Please make him shut up," and I'm, I, I can't. Like, it's, it's out of control now. But she doesn't look at me though, because she knows he isn't going to shut up. So can you please do something? Because at least you have please. thumbs. Maybe you can make him stop. So if you haven't figured it out by now, we got a dog, and her name is Kona, and she is a pit bull mix. She is a year old, and we acquired her the night before <laughs> recording this episode. We're still not over it yet. We're still not. Like, we, I worked from home today and we just kept staring at her. And I got a lot of work done, surprisingly. But, <laughs> like, there were a lot of pictures taken while I was waiting for, like, photos to upload and whatnot. But she was the center of attention all damn day. I don't see that changing now or anytime in the near future. No. It's just going to keep on going because she makes it so easy. Yes, she really, truly does. She is just so gorgeous. She's such a good girl. And here's the thing, like, I mean, and I could you... hear Tyler like rolling her eyes in her room right oh, now. Oh, there's, no, like, doubt. She, like, there's no doubt. She, like, there's no doubt. So obsessed with this fucking. Dog. We actually had to talk about it when we went out <laughs> to walk the Yeah, but like you, you know, we mentioned on the show that we've been trying to get mm-hmm. like a service dog, and um, 
We didn't need like a dog to do a p- bunch of stuff like we had mentioned in the past. This is just to catch people up a little yeah. bit. Um, it's just, you know, we needed a dog that would be able to come when you call its name, knows how to sit, knows how to stay, knows how to walk on a leash. Absolutely. And is house trained. And that's pretty much all we really needed in a dog. So we reached out to um, a bunch of places that, you know, will go and, you know, I guess, pair service dogs with people. And I mean, you know, some of them were like really helpful. Some of them were, you know, for another show. (laughs) We'll (laughs) we'll save because I mean, it's it is a very complicated process. And I mean, even just to adopt a dog in New York City. It isn't like other places. Like when, no. when I grew up on Long Island, you would just walk into the pound and you would show them your license. You'd walk out with a dog. Yeah, you just go to a shelter, pick it up, and boom, you're go- you're done. Like they're just like, take it. We don't care what happens to you. But like, the thing that's cool, you know, is that they care so much about their dogs that they're placing because they want to make sure that you're in that they're you're, they're putting them in a really good home. Number one, probably because they don't want them to come back because they they're so spread thin. Yes. You know, especially now with the hurricanes because the a lot of New York City shelters have taken in animals that were, you know, horribly abandoned. Like I don't and that, that is a whole like fucking show in in and of itself. Like oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but there is no way that if there is any sort of disaster, I don't care how small or how big. Like there's no fucking way that She's not coming with us. Like, oh my god! Isn't it? Like, yeah. th- like what? How, what? Like you're gonna tie your dog to like a fence and be like, okay, yeah, like there's a river, there's a flood coming, but like, I feel like whichever one is home alone with her, if there is some kind of disaster, we're just gonna like that's the person that's gonna pack her up and take her away, and just be like, you have to meet us. Because we're on our way to safety right now. Right. That's pretty yeah, much the like, way it's going to go now. Like, it's just horrible. So, you know, a lot of the shelters are, are kind of inundated with a lot of these dogs from down south. And, you know, so there's like, there, there's not a lot of room and there's not a lot of fosters and stuff like that. So they held, and this event happens every year. And I actually wrote about it for Metro back in the spring because they do one in the spring and the summer or mm. in the spring and the fall. And it's called Palooza, and a bunch of shelters get together and they're at Union Square in, uh, you know, lower Manhattan, mm-hmm. and they just kind of showcase some dogs, you know, they have tents and stuff like that, and we went because we were kind of having trouble finding a service dog. A lot of trouble finding yeah, a service dog. Yeah, we were dog. having a lot of trouble finding a service dog, and just or just getting shelters to, like, respond back to us, and we were walking around, we saw a lot of other dogs, we petted a lot of dogs, and this dog was Kona. Just, Kona. Her name is Kona. I know her you name is call Kona. Her by name. I was going to get there. All right. And she was like kind of behind like where everybody else was, and we were just like, oh, we didn't think she was adopted. She was like for up for adoption. She was being too good. It yeah, was like there's no way this good. dog is like up for adoption. And she was just like hanging out. Like there was just like all this crazy shit going on. She's just chilling with her foster mom, and it was just like, oh my god. And then we saw that she was wearing like the vest that said like adopt me, and we were just like, hey, is she available? And they're like absolutely. And she just took to you immediately, which is so important. Which is. Everything that I wanted, like, because Ugh. you're the one that's going to be spending so much time with her. Oh, we have spent a lot of time together yes, already. Yes, have. <laughs> she is such a daddy's girl. It's ridiculous. But she, like, you sat down on the ground, like the filthy, filthy ground. We both sat down on the ground. Mm-hmm. And we, she just stood on you and just put her face 
on your shoulder and just stared out at like everybody walking around and it was just like and I said like should we just put the application in now and sure <laughs> shit we did and we went through um you know we had to fill out some stuff we had to pull like we had to get like the management company of our building and everything like that and which was a little bit it was more little, than we thought it was yes, gonna be I mean considering yeah. that there's a goddamn dog on every floor here and there's no dogs and allowed in this building yeah. when we called to let them know we were obtaining a dog and it was yeah. like how would can you possibly say that because there are dogs twice her size on every floor yeah, of this exactly, building exactly exactly but you know we got the approval from the management company, especially because, you know, we said that she's going to be a service dog and, you know, we're going to be applying for that this week yes. now that we've gotten her. And then we had to do like a walkthrough with um, Pup Stars. Uh, they're the rescue group that we worked with and they were fantastic. They really were I on mean, it the whole time. Everything and everything that they said about her is absolutely true. They're like, she loves to be like... Like, she cannot get enough of us. Like, she's not in the room right now, which is so weird because she has been so (laughs) on our side. Like, she has just been so at our side the entire time. And, like, it's so cute because, like, she just goes from uh, from me to you. And then, like, she'll peek her nose in at Tyler and just be like, hey, what's up, sis? Yeah. (laughs) She's calmest when all three of us are sitting in the same area. But if one of us gets up and leaves the room, she doesn't know where to go. Yeah, She's like, wait, who am I supposed to hang out with? Exactly. Exactly. But, like, as far as being able to do stuff she could pretty much do everything we need her to she's excited right now so last night when we took her for our first walk she was kind of walking up the stairs of every apartment but like she was trying to get into yeah, like every sniffing. brownstone just like mom and then she was like let's check that window out so let's check this window out and then as we kept going she got like a little bit better and we took her to the park and on the way back she just booked it right back mm-hmm. fell asleep um, and she is a sleeper. Oh, man, is she a sleeper. Like, she, her and I have the perfect schedule to get, like, we have the same <laughs> amount of energy. Where we get a little burst, and then it's like, oh, like, all right, I got to lay down and take a nap for the next three hours. <laughs> and um, so we bring her back home, and, you know, this morning you took her out. And did. how did that walk go? Well, it was, uh, it was interesting. I mean, she w- it was a little more hectic than last night because there's two schools that are you know to the left and to the right of our street right so the street at the time we were going because i start work at nine so i took her out at like eight o'clock and it was like you know packed because the kids were going to school at that time so like the streets are like so she was really excitable and i think she had to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. you know and but she like we walked like two blocks before she got to like the place where we were last night and then she was like oh this is okay and then like you know so it was kind of her just kind of seeing what she's seeing in the daytime now because last night like right it was really yeah it was nighttime and there's not a lot of lights in the area i mean there's lights but i mean it's not like lights where you could like look around and actually see anything right so i mean like this morning was you know and she was she's still kind of a puller but and i but there's room for improvement because it, this is brand new for both of us. Right. And yeah. she wasn't pulling. I mean, when I took her out the first time today, she pulled like, I think twice. And I told her slow down and mm-hmm. she did both times. Yeah. And uh, we went for a decent walk. And then later on we went out, Tyler and I went out and we took her with us. And um, when we went for that walk, she was hardly pulling at all. So, you know, it wound up being perfect the way it was uh uh oh what is she doing she's at the door up let's take a break (laughs) 
sorry, everybody. We just had to go out for a pee break. <laughs> because although she is the loveliest of lovely dogs. Nature does call. Nature. <laughs> most inopportune times. Yes. She saw the recording light on and said, oh, are we recording right now? Perhaps we need to go for a walk before we go any further. <laughs> oh, new parenthood. <laughs> But there's another case of she knows when she has to go out. Like, she just walks up to the door. She, like, bops the door handle with her nose. And then, you know, it's like, all right, you got to go. Yeah. So, So I mean, she's going to be very good with, you know, the get. I mean, I already see a difference. We've had her for 24 hours at this point. And I already see a difference in you. You have color on your cheeks. You've gone out. Maybe done some things that you shouldn't have I've that you're not done ready for. Some things that I really, really shouldn't have, but she made me do them. She didn't, and you could have stopped her, but she did. But the difference is, though, is that when we come back from a vigorous walk, she can lay down and go to sleep. Now we you... gotta finish the show by the time it's all said and done, and she's just looking at us like we're being too loud, as if you know, where are people doing something wrong? Not her. She is the queen of dirty looks for sure, which is so fitting for all of us because we all give each other dirty looks on occasion. And she is an expert at being able to hear the tiniest wrapper opening from anywhere in the apartment. Which we lovingly call her for that reason, dumpster dog. She really is a dumpster dog. She really is. Like a she, dog. like you can't be in the kitchen without her just kind of like sitting. Like that's the only time she'll like willingly sit is like in the kitchen. Like, hey man, like I think I get food here. So like, <laughs> what's up? Like she was, she took very quickly to that. But I mean, she has been wonderful so far, and I just, but like so much importance is see, like I'm seeing from you. Like you just you went outside twice today. No, three times. I today. went outside. Three you went outside times today. Three t- I went outside twice today. <laughs> That's more times than I've gone outside in like two weeks. In, yeah, I was gonna say in the last two weeks combined. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. like there were weeks where you would not be outside. So already I'm seeing, you know, a little bit of a difference. And I think like you know, a next week's show we're gonna be seeing even more of a difference. It's strange though because like with her because she makes me very very happy to be around and when we go for our walks and stuff like that like i just want to make her as happy as she makes me but the problem is in my head i can do all of the things i was able to do like you know eight months ago and i cannot do all the things that i was able to do eight months ago so like when i get out there in my head mentally i'm like going man i just want to do anything to please this dog like she wants to do for me but then she realizes, like, that's getting slow. And then she, like, <laughs> slows down. And I'm like, thank God she's slowing down. I'm like, because it was getting to be a bit much for a minute there. Yeah, I know. Did you hear me yelling at you? Yes. She heard it, too. And she was like, we will not be having this. <laughs> oh, boy. But, so. yeah, so we, we're going to certify her very soon. And then we're going to just, you know, amp up the training and put her to work. Yeah, she will. As she will now begin to make noise in the background because she's not the one getting attention. So she will get the loudest bone she can find that she owns and then start knocking it around like that. Yes. So I guess that means that Kona wants the higher guard show to come to a close. I guess for Kona we can close the show. Do you think? Yeah. All right. Well, we can at least end roly-poly, right? Yes, and then end the show. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Ah. 
All right, that's this week's show because we have got to go get that bone off of her or else <laughs> our downstairs neighbors are going to hate us as much as we hate the neighbors upstairs from us. <laughs> it's called the trickle-down theory. There was a whole, like, Reaganomics thing about it not too long ago, but... Like as if like our audience is like the type know, to right? listen to Reaganomics. Like, They're probably like, Reagan? who's Reagan? I know. I don't even know what Reaganomics the is. The president after Lincoln? No, he's not that guy. <laughs> not that guy. The Gip. Yeah. So we just like to say thank you to Pop Stars. You know. And for, you know, thank you to Pop Stars for giving us the beautiful Kona. We are so excited to have her be part of the family. And also, we want to thank uh, Gianmarco for coming on the show and go check him out on Wednesday at Caroline's. Yeah, and we're very sorry for Gianmarco because when he signed up for doing this week's show, of course, he gets to be on the show the same week as the dog. <laughs> so it's kind of like a double billing for us, but I'm sure he's probably like, I can't believe I got a split time I with a dog. I think he probably likes the dog. I don't know. I can't imagine people not liking the dog, but I mean, you know. Well, even if he doesn't, I will not punch him in the face. So at least he's already waiting. He's already got his punishment <laughs> yeah. from the universe already. So That was paying it forward, Jan Marco. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's if he doesn't like the dog. So... Anyway, if you'd like to learn more about The High Regard Show, you could check us out at highregardshow.com. And, of course, you can always email us at highregardshow at gmail.com. And you could follow along on social media at High Regard Show. And you could even follow Kona herself at The Kona Persona. T-H-E-K-O-N-A-P-E-R-S-O-N-A. Yep, and we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have... We have everything for her to be Insta-famous. Yeah, and we also have YouTube coming for her, but she's a little bit camera shy right now, so there you have it. (laughs) And that does it for this week's show. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. All right, have a good night. Good night, everyone. Love